0: we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that with certain rights that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.
1: Well, hello, everybody. That went spectacular today. It started when I hit to go live for the room. So I'm very excited that's working. Um, So tonight we are talking about small business owners will be the key in the constitutionalist movement restoring our republic. Uh, Why do I think that? Well, number one, America is supposed to be uh, the land of opportunity. And really, America is really turning into not so much land of opportunity unless... You know, you have to go through hoops. You're getting special treatment. Um, You're coming over here illegally. Um, You can get some special treatment, start businesses, easily get apartments, cars, things like that, get um, benefits, all kinds of stuff. But for the American citizens, where does that leave us? When it comes to us having opportunities as American citizens, um, I believe COVID-19 definitely, um, proved a lot of businesses have, will comply when the government tells them to do something. And why did you, why do we think that is? Perhaps they're afraid to lose their business. They'll use some kind of agency to shut them down. Um, find them, hurt their business, create more regulations for them is an abundance of things we can think about, but America being a land of opportunity with millions and millions of people who come to this country all the time to do that. Elon Musk came from South Africa and look where he's at now. So, you know, think about that. So America is supposed to be the land of opportunity and that's not going on. So for me, during COVID, for example, we went in my area, looked up businesses that didn't require masks in order to go eat there. Uh, We went to different businesses and see how they operate. And then we made a list and like all our people, we knew which businesses to go to and which ones to support. So is is America still a land of opportunity? In my opinion, no, there's way too many regulations. uh, Taxes are too high. And a lot of times when these regulations are pushed, they're pushed towards small businesses and don't necessarily apply to corporations. Um So I want, I'm interested to hear what other people have to say about this discussion because this is really important. I believe also, these small businesses stop complying, then we can have a, we can have a better country, have better employees, people have a job, not to worry. Oh, if I don't get vaccinated or something, I'm gonna lose my job. No, we, we need our businesses to stand, hold tall with us. We're giving them our money so they can fund their business, they can fund their families, they can fund their co, their, their employees' families. It branches all down. So this is why it's so important um, to look at this stuff and see how with us working with and going and talking different business establishments, we can do this. They use union unions um, for a long time. So we don't have to use unions. We can just as a community help and support different businesses like this. And then when they don't comply, we don't just forget about them. The Shelly Luther lady in Texas who, uh, who, who opened her salon got arrested and everything. Y'all even talk about uh, Shelly Luther anymore? She ran for office. Did people really have her back that much? No, but people were quick to use as quick bait on social media. Look at this person who opened her business and was arrested on this stuff. But we don't talk about those heroes that happened during COVID-19. Those things need to be remembered and we talk about. It, it it's just a quick um i'll let you talk about you know the community and businesses tonight we're not talking about any election stuff we're not talking about the guns shootings or anything like that tonight we will definitely keep touching on those things we always do but tonight let's focus on this and how we can utilize and help of small businesses for us as a country to get back to being the land of the free and the land of opportunity that people have fled here for. Uh, Cole, you grab the mic, go ahead.
0: Yes,
2: Uh, it's about to be the land of the opportunity the um, almighty brave and and it's not that anymore. And also let me hit on some other key factors about what happened in Arizona with True Devote. True Devote um went in sa sa they say let's and tell them all the video footage of what they and they couldn't deny it at all. And also you the disorder meals they're people getting arrested now or turning their cell phone because they know they did a bad deed and so there's a lot going on. There's a lot breaking that people don't get to listen to because he got followed the correct telegram bases, he got follow the right sources
1: and stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We we've talked about them before here, but tonight like I really wanna yeah. start focusing on the what the subject so, is.
2: Sorry, it was
1: the breaking today, Donnie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I saw those. I thought that was yesterday. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, definitely. Um, But if you want to uh, add something more to, like, discussing uh, small businesses, because you're out in Florida, right? Um, You guys shut down, too. I, I know Ron DeSantis gets a lot of positive clout because he wasn't as tyrannical as other governors but they did shut down Florida. I heard in some parts of Florida, y'all didn't experience that because your counties, I guess, didn't participate in the shutdowns. But he still shut down his state. Um, so I was just curious, like how that affected businesses in Florida.
2: Correct. Like, like he doesn't let people follow these CDC guidelines and. If you want to open up, I support you. Gotcha. Pretty much. So, pretty much, you have the freedom of. And you know, like say, I am with you. you the got to act on it by yourself and the.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Cole, for coming up. We're going to get over to John next. And then um, anyone else who wants to come and speak on this, if you have a business yourself personally, and you've you've been affected heavily, not just by COVID um, shutdowns, but also you've been affected by regulations that are being enforced by agencies that haven't been elected to office or you know someone who's been it, come up and let's talk about it hey john
3: hey how you doing um yeah i Good you know, small businesses small businesses are the core of, of of really the backbone of the country because that's where all the growth comes from you know i mean it's the small businesses that hire people and that generate you know revenues that are important you know as far as taxation and things like that but what i wanted to say too was um you know, an important—I well, don't know if it's important—but a but a interesting part of our history was right after the Civil War, where the Supreme Court and a number of legal decisions were made that really impacted business in this country. Because uh, a lot of decisions were made that favored corporations back then. Because before that, you know, they had to prove every year that they deserve to get the, the stay a corporation and things like that. But they, you know, the you know, those, re, those restrictions, or I guess those, uh, things were removed. And that's when things like where a corporation is, uh, is like a person, right. They said a corporation is like a person. So it gave, uh, corporations all kinds of additional power that, you know, we're seeing on display today. And, uh, a lot of the laws that are passed, as we all know, I mean, they uh, really impact small business. I mean, even like these banking laws that are for uh, helping, you know, regarding competition and stuff actually have, have really hurt like the small community banks that have been really important, like in the inner cities and things like that. That's just one of of many, many examples. And uh, you know, it's just, corporations just have a lot more leeway to do a lot of things than, you know, your typical entrepreneur or business owner. And th- there's a lot of laws and a lot of things behind that. But, um, I, you know, to me, I think, uh, you know, based on history, that's that's when there's a, a big turning point was it was shortly after the Civil War when a lot of these decisions came down. And that's what really granted these corporations a lot of power. Now, now people like Rockefeller and and, you know, when you talk about the, the era of the robber barons, they knew how to take advantage of these laws and really, uh, you know, kind of take over their particular industries, uh, you know, whether it's Rockefeller, Car- Carnegie and people like that. And so um, a lot of this needs to be relooked uh, because, a lot, I, you know, the, the problem is who's going to take on the corporations because everybody thinks it's an important fabric hey, to the of country.
1: Can I ask you something too? A lot of times with these corporations, they have board members, right? Which, in a sense, to me, I need to do more dig on this. But they have board members, and a lot of times these board members are not supposed to be connected in any way in the government, but somehow, like their spouse or or
0: right. somebody
1: is, and it, it just seems like these corporations are just another leg of the government to me.
3: That that's correct. I, you know, because what I was leading to is this: this is what opened the way, paved the way to really. You know, what we have in this country now is really fascism when you think about it. I mean, it's not free enterprise, it's really fascism because government has, you know, there's a lot of, like just like you said, a lot of inroads into these corporations. And it's not, well, it's individuals running it, but yeah, they're all tied to uh government, and 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 uh, it's just it gives them an advantage, certainly, over uh, individual or LLCs or other types of businesses. And, uh, so yeah, you know, but I, but I think the key, when you look at the the history is like, it was, again, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but it was like after the civil war, when a lot of these decisions were made that really, uh, helped, you know, corporations be able to become much more powerful and, and not so accountable, and uh, that, that was an important part of our history. I don't know if it's important, but, I mean, that was a key part of our uh, history that really changed things as far as uh, America. and others still entrepreneurs that, that, uh, that have done well, obviously. But, you know, when you look at it, a lot of times they're, they're funded by, by big bankers, financiers, and things like that that have connections. You know, like Microsoft was heavily funded by Soros, for example. And, uh, you know, like, uh, Bezos, you know, his parents were rich. Like they gave him half a million dollars to start, uh, Amazon and mm-hmm. they kept pumping it. his parents to this day own 10% of Amazon, for example. And so there's, uh, you know, there's always, you know, when you kind of look under the, uh, you know, there's, there's, an, there's another story to a lot of these companies, right? Yeah. You know my- so it's still tied to power and, and money. And and uh, ultimately gets back to big finance, big banking, and things like that. So uh, yeah. they're not like the intrep- entrepreneurial startup. Yeah, you know, the the one that really did do it on his own was Steve Jobs. You know, which is why I always had a lot of respect for him. But uh, but there's very few examples like that. Yeah, I
1: have a question. Another question for you too. And another, another reason why I like asking John these questions because we do talk offline. He's very knowledgeable on the business spectrum. He's a Worked his butt off to be where he's at. <laughs> so yeah. my other issue that I have, I know this is more of a state thing with licensing in order to do a particular job or have a particular business. I always have an issue. Like why does someone need to get a license to braid hair? If they can just learn how to do it and braid hair, I, I don't care if they have a license on their door um, right. for me to go, go and get my hair done there. Or um now, if you're going to be doing work on my teeth, that's a different story. Um, but like these other things, knickknack things, they've been trying to find ways to license for everything, and all this does is you have to pay the government for money. Someone makes some curriculum for you, and you have a certificate. But you can't even take that certificate anywhere else. Well, it's
3: it's it's all about power and control, right? It, it, I mm-hmm. mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, I I would much rather go to, uh, you know, like. Like homeopathy or a naturalist, when it comes to certain sickness or or you know helping me get well, versus a doctor, for example. I mean, because the med- medical industry, I mean Rockefeller is one that started the pharmaceutical industry because he wanted his oil based products to be be the foundation of, of uh, all kinds of treatment for disease, and and you know that goes back to what the the twenties uh, and thirties and so on, and and uh, and so. You know, so so it's things like that. And so out of that, you know, he had a lot of control over the medical schools and what was being taught and, and, you know, how you should prescribe drugs and things like that. Because prior to that, I mean, people took more natural stuff that actually worked, right? Um, so, uh, but, yeah, it's it's just all about power and control to the benefit of certain corporations. I mean, look what's happening. COVID's a great example. I mean, look at how Pfizer and Moderna and all those companies enriched themselves just over this stupid vaccine and i mean um, look
1: at walmart and amazon all these other mom and pop shops shut down and then amazon gets really filthy rich walmart gets richer and then guess what walmart does oh and mcdonald's oh they used to be open 24 7 now all of a sudden i don't know where you guys are at but walmart's closed pretty early in a lot of areas that i've been seeing they used to be open 24 7
3: Right, right, yeah, no that's that's happening all over. but yeah I mean they they just get get control and and, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, like my hometown, I came from a hometown, a population of 6,500 people, right in a small town of Minnesota, and there's all kinds of neat stores and shops in that town. and then Walmart moved in and just kind of like you know all the other businesses in that town that had been there forever just shut down, they couldn't compete. And that's what they do i mean they do it not only to my hometown but you know many other towns you know they just go in and take over and it's it's sad i mean it's really sad when you see what happens i mean once they move in you know those those small mom and pop businesses that have thrived for generations they're done you can't compete with them so it's sad
1: definitely i have a a question so this is just an idea that's crossed my mind. I'm not saying it's necessarily a solution. I just want to shoot this out to you guys. So say the small businesses didn't have to pay taxes anymore. And then instead of them paying taxes, what they'll do is they have their employees. They can have different funds where they want their money to go to. They prefer to donate it instead of being forced or having it stolen other paychecks. And say, say they want to work on, hey, we want to give money to trade school so we can find um, easier, it's easier for us to have, build a relationship with that trade school and then hire those employees and have that relationship with our community. Then it's localized, right? Yeah. Do, do you think that will be a, a more a effective um, solution in taxes where we don't really see what's going on with that money and absolutely. how it could actually benefit the people?
3: Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, just think of all the communities that it would benefit. You know, and that goes, that applies to the inner cities. That applies to uh, rural areas. I mean, it, it, it would apply everywhere. Of course, corporations would would fight that like crazy. But but absolutely, it would be stronger and, and people would be, you know, they'd be much more entrepreneurial. People would survive and, and uh, you know, they're, they're closer to their community anyway. And they, they would know better what the wants and needs are. And absolutely, that'd be a better working model. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, we're not even supposed to have an income tax in this country, right? I mean, it's unconstitutional. I mean, I've always thought, like, a consumption tax or something is better. Like, you know, some people call it a sales tax. But but I think that's, that would be better than what we have now. I mean, this this system where, like, you know, $100 billion corporations pay zero taxes. I mean, there's just something wrong, right? So. Uh, but yeah, no, I think, I think that'd be excellent. That'd be excellent. Cause you know, people could, could, uh, learn a trade and learn things better. And then, um, you know, help each other. Basically it'd be, it'd be much more of a community. Absolutely.
1: And All I want to give, an, give an example too. Um, I believe, I've always believed that the marijuana should have never been illegal in the first place. Um, I've always okay. had this mindset, you know, I, I wasn't using it or anything back then or anything. And I was just like, well, why is it illegal? as a plant. Like who do these people think they are? Do they think they're God. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, wow, if they do legalize this. And I'm looking at the different States who are legalizing it, heavy regulated taxes, all these things going on. I'm like, you're doing it wrong. Decriminalize it. Cause when guess who's already going to be set up, have attorneys and everything ready, the tobacco and alcohol industry are going to be ready to do it. And to follow all these regulations or laws, or they might not even have the same regulations or laws as everyone else. But what about well, the people who want to be you on know, You're opportunity
0: breaking Opportunity
1: to just grow their own and if their community wants to buy it from them. They can't, but if they want to, oh, how about now?
3: You're okay at the moment. You're how okay, okay at the moment, but yeah.
1: Okay. And then if they want to, you know, marijuana is used for a lot of different things where they have want to own their own hemp business. Well, you know, because people are using hemp for construction and things like that. Well, I so was gonna, I was I think say that with, with- like,
3: hemp is a great example because, you know, they stopped using it, like, for rope, right? For ships and things like that. And, you know, now we go to the stores and we have this plastic stuff that looks like rope, right? But it's not as strong and as good as hemp. And, you know, during, during World War II, they got rid of that stuff and started using hemp ropes for the ships and stuff because it just worked better when the ships were docking and, and the whole bit. And then after the war, then, you know, they did away with it again. And then and what was behind that was DuPont, for example, you know, they just want to control the market. So they got hemp outlawed. I mean, hemp is great for like even clothes and things like that. I mean, none of that makes sense. Yes. And, and right. there's an excellent book, by the way, on uh, marijuana, it's called too high to fail and and they it, yes. it, it, it goes on and on about all the medicinal uses like how it's successful in fighting tumors for cancer and things. i mean there's just all kinds of data on it and uh you know it's it's uh, yeah it's sad i mean it's 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 almost like an ideal plant in a way you
1: know yeah definitely uh you know what too you brought that up on our show previously when we were discussing them um trying to decriminalize it, but it had yeah. um more ways to get in trouble. So I am happy you brought that up again. I put it in the live chat. Um okay. did you want to add anything else before I switch over to Robert?
3: No, no, I'm I, I'm done. I I think I've taken enough time, but thanks. Yeah. No,
1: I appreciate you. Thank you for coming up. Like always. Like you and Cole, I appreciate you both for always hopping up and um sharing your voice and dropping gems.
3: Well it's a great show and and everybody has great ideas on here. So it's 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 fun to listen to. So
1: and it's even more fun when it's working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: All right, John, thank you. Uh, Robert, come on down. All right, um, <laughs> you
4: hear me, okay? Sure, can. Okay, so let me address something on trade school. Um, the trades. Number one, the problem with trade schools is they're too expensive. I there's a couple trade schools I that I that I've been ta- that I've taken a look at o- over the years. Like there's a recording there's a recording studio that offers a uh, complete audio videos for certifications, and it costs thirty three thousand for the entire course. I also tried to I also looked into Lincoln Tech, uh, which is which is an automotive school. That costs over $30,000. So the, and here's the cl- here's the catch. They both accept federal money, so they can charge those high prices. And they get a, and they're able to be extremely exclusive in the way they handle it. And by the way, Lincoln Tech also teaches le- electronic, uh, it teaches electrician, HVAC, and welding as well. So, the problem we have is they're making it, they're they're making it too damn expensive for anyone to learn anything.
1: Gotcha so here's the thing though if uh, with these schools, if the community is willingly giving the funds to those schools, that could help offset some costs. Maybe you know uh like I said, a company can have a fund and then there'd be particular students in their area that that could be their scholarship or whatnot. And then they could, because like, I've seen it, they're doing it right now in Texas. I'm quite sure they're doing it in other areas, but they have schools. There are hybrids like with vocal schools and tech schools while they're still in high school and they graduate, they can come out making 18, 20 or more dollars a year off the bat just from graduating high school with those kind of programs. And also, um, they have the correlation with helping get them into universities as well and those programs have been pretty successful um in texas my my um, father actually was one of the teachers from one of those kind of schools he ta- he taught different um specialties but um but definitely getting those started in the high school area range time frames i think is uh fantastic people can save so much money from paying for universities cuz these these tech schools were, last i checked they were cheaper than the four year universities um, annually.
4: Yeah, but here's, here's another hitch to that. I, I don't know about your experience with companies sponsoring training, but you have to be, uh, you have to be favored with the employer to even get that opportunity. I've been in, I've been in the it field for 20 years and I constantly have gotten asked, why don't I have my a plus certification? Well, I can't afford the six to ten thousand dollars for the for the course alone, and there's no so there's no way in hell that I'm that I'm spending that kind of money just on just on the hopes of getting a better job. I want some kind of guarantee, and then uh, so that's that's one major problem because there's a lot of favoritism in the workplace too. Because who, who if the and also to get a security clearance, there's a lot of security clear jobs in, in the DC area, but I don't I but there's no company that's willing to sponsor me and they won't even grant you that that opportunity without a sponsor. So so the so yes, employers are partially responsible for for this barrier in skills. They that they they're extremely selective. And who they want working for them.
1: Sorry about that, uh, Robert. I had to fix my room. For some reason, they keep changing the name of my room to Donnie's room, and I'm like, wait, I didn't. I changed the. I did not have it as the name of the room. Sorry, I had to fix that, John. Um, I actually made you a speaker so you can respond while Robert's up here. So if you could do me a favor and accept that speaker thing, I can, uh, you can, you and Robert can also have a dialogue.
0: So do I have to repeat myself?
1: No, he should be. No, no, no. I heard you. I, uh, Don, I, I said he was going to, oh, okay. and I'm trying to, I invited him to speak it so can be up here. Oh, with okay. Him. Okay. That's just, accepting it. just and, wanted to check. And versus, I reason, I was a chance where they just changed the room. So, John needs his room. I've never oh. named it, that. I have to change it back. Oh. John, where are you? I already oh. accepted you as a speaker. You just had to accept the speaker. I invited you to speak again. You should be able to see it on top, I think. There you go. Go ahead, John.
3: Hey, sorry about that. I didn't know that's, that's, I guess I looked, I said, where is she talking about? Where's she? Then I saw the speaker button. So sorry about that. Hey, i got to <laughs> respond to this because um, I, you know, it sounds like you're in DC, but, but you know, I, I think trade schools are the answer and I'll explain why, because uh, for example, there's a guy here in Houston, he has a home improvement show, right? His name's Tom Tynan, but he, he teaches at the uh, Houston community college and And uh, him and some other folks, they have courses like in pipe fitting, welding, uh, other things. And he's saying like in pipe fitting and welding, like you go through that class, there's employers waiting in line to pay you like 80, 85 grand to start. And I know that's true because my son had a friend in high school. So my son goes to U of H. This friend of his goes to Texas A&M. Flunks out of Texas A and M, goes into welding school. And I think he's in there for I don't know how long it takes, like a, a year, a year and a half. You know, electrician's another one. But anyways, he got out, he started out at eighty five, and then uh, he worked there for a while and he got to a manager Position and he's making like one sixty, and my son, you know, who's getting his MBA in accounting, he's, you know, he doesn't, he, you know, he, he maybe makes half that. And he's like, "What did I do wrong?" And I said, "You didn't do anything wrong." I said, "You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, people that have a trade school, uh, I mean, people will kill for weld- welders. I know that for a fact. And the same thing for electricians. I, I don't know if it's maybe different in DC where it's just more a restricted." market or something but I know here in Texas I mean I've seen it where where people are getting out of trade school they're starting at like 80 85 and then if they work at that company for a while they're making like 150 160 and it's not a bad deal and and uh and and the and the cost is probably a fraction of what you were saying so I, I'm just blown away at what they're charging there because like in the community college you know you're paying maybe a thousand two thousand maybe Um, if that, and, uh, you know, you, you go to, you go through their, their class sequences, like whether it's welding or pipe fitting or electrician or whatever. And these, these, you know, these are like, uh, high school graduates that are there for like maybe a year, two years. And man, they have some great paying jobs waiting them, waiting on them. So, uh. I'm, I'm really sh- stunned at what you said. I mean, I'm sure it's true, but I know, like, here in Texas, or at least what I know here in Houston, uh, that's not the story at all. I mean, these companies are crying for people, like, for pipe fitters and welders. And like I said, I mean, I've even been told there's there's one lady who's uh, – uh, I can't remember. Her husband owns a company that – it has something to do with with, with – Pipe and you know, he she said, my husband would kill for good welders. And you go through school and you mm-hmm. get uh certified, you, I mean, man, you it's you can get good jobs here. So that's all I got to say on that. But I, I just yes. had to pipe in on it because I have not, I've heard completely the opposite of that. And I know people that have done it. So I mean, I know it's not just talk, I mean, I know people that have done it, and my son does, and and uh, and stuff. So
0: yeah
1: yeah definitely you know oh robert where'd you go okay but yeah he said trade schools were insane there but it did sound like he was in a busy city yeah and
3: that and that might be i mean i i don't know what it's like in dc but i you know you listen to this guy this tom tyne i even met him one time at a store and we were talking about it you know and and, you know he said it's he said it's amazing because he keeps trying to tell people he says look Come to, like, he says, I got a course at Houston Community College, you know, and, and I can't remember if he teaches welding or pipe fitting or what, but he, he says, I'm telling you, the players are lining up, you know, and they're paying, they're starting them out at 80, 85 grand. And these are kids that are just out of, uh, just out of high school that go into these yeah. programs. and uh, And that's like the big unknown secret here. Uh, Now, maybe in D.C., maybe it's maybe it's the unions that are involved in it or something making it more difficult. I don't know. But, you know, Texas is more of a right to work state. So you don't have all that crap. But but uh, but I know people that have done it. So, yeah, I I was shocked when I heard heard him say that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But we have to remember, too. See, remember, I was saying the other day how um, a Democrat in Hawaii uh, Maryland, Texas, Colorado, they don't all have the same needs. So the representation with these political parties isn't going to be fit when it's just represented by a party. So like the things are so different. Republicans as well, it doesn't matter what part of the country you are. The Republican party does not represent every Republican in each state. And for them to only at the federal level do it as a party instead of, you know, voting based off what the people voted them for to do. That's an issue. So, like that right there, does it like shows we have all had different issues in different areas. We are striving in some parts of the country and some areas, and we're failing in some parts in other in other countries. So, yeah, that's something to keep in mind, you guys, because we have someone who just in the East Coast, and you have me and John who are in Texas. Yeah,
3: you know, I, I remember too. My my uncle was a master electrician, and he told me, you know, it turns out like I was lucky enough. I got a a scholarship to play baseball at a university. And so I, I kind of went the college route. But if I hadn't done that, my uncle used to tell me, he said, look, if you go to electrician school and get to where you're a master electrician, he says, you can work on the Alaska pipeline. And he said, you can easily retire by the time you're 40. If you take care of your money, you know, don't blow it. But they were paying like top dollar back then when they were billing that, you know, Alaska Alaska pipeline. And they were just crying for people. But I mean, the, you know, the, the opportunities are there. Uh, I, I think trade school is the way. I mean, I, I really do. I think that, um, you know, we need skilled labor in this country because the skilled labor are either retiring or whatever, and and we need more people. I know that, and I think trade schools would be a great way to get the country educated and people uh, working on really good, meaningful jobs. That's my view.
1: Yeah, definitely. And think about this, once they have a, a trade and if they're business savvy or something, there they you go. Can have their own business and know how to go. work for someone else.
3: Yeah, and I told my son that because you know, he was really depressed <laughs> when, he, when he, you know, and he, you know, and he did this, give this guy's taxes and everything for him and everything. But I said, look, I said, you know, I said we had this discussion. I said, y- you know, I said you could do trade school, you could do college, but, and I said, you know, I think long term, you know, you can do better i mean once you get your cpa and stuff i mean yeah you can end up certainly making certainly more money but yeah i mean initially yeah you're not going to beat what these people get when they come out of trade school you, you're making more significantly more just coming out of those trade schools and somebody that goes through six years of college six to eight years of college like getting a law degree i mean
1: and why do you think they, And then why do you think they don't promote that they want people to be in debt. They want people to be hurting. Please, exactly. Please tell me when you can't get hired. You won't be able to find a job because you got a job in feminism or something crazy. It won't do anything for you in order to yep. get a job. And you, you go and then they, then, they, then they kind of own you in a way because you know you owe them
3: all this debt. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's you know your life's miserable. I mean you're you're just. You know, your life's a mess after that. It really is. I mean, I really feel sorry, you know, for people that get so far in debt and everything. It's just, uh, you know, they're in a pickle. You know.
1: Yeah. And then here's the thing, too, that sucks. It's like I thought people thinking I thought I did the right thing. They tell you once you graduate high school, they'll have movies where everyone's looking and applying for all these universities to go to. Your parents went to college. Your grandparents went to college. Um, and this, you think you're doing the right thing. Because you yeah. you're young and impressionable, and they told you here's the path you're supposed to take
3: yeah, and the thing is you know it's, it's all about you know and you've touched on this before in your show, I mean it's all about indoctrinating people, you know you get them into the colleges and universities I mean we all know so many of these colleges are crazy now and and uh, you know they get indoctrinated in college, you know to to the leftist ideals and everything and and uh, and that's that's really what they're what they're trying to do. I mean, sure, they want everybody to go to college, so they go through this indoctrination and they think a certain way, and, you know, we have a whole generation that's coming off that, versus uh, going to trade school and learning a craft and being on your own and thinking on your own. I mean, they they don't want that.
1: Absolutely. But, John, you don't have to go anywhere. You can stay my co-host for a bit if you want to. And sure. uh, guess who is back in the building? Here's Johnny.
5: <laughs> Hi, Don. Hi Don. How you are you doing, you. Donnie? Good.
1: Hey.
5: Good. How are you doing? Good. I see you're, you're back on. You're you're out for a little while. You took a vacation.
1: Yeah, I was out <laughs> for a little bit. Uh, I had yeah. some things going on, and I've been having some issues with the app this past week. So, yeah. Uh,
5: okay. Hey, well, I had a question for John. John, did you mention that uh, the, the, the federal government was funding some of these programs? Is that right? Did I hear you right?
3: No, I didn't say that. It was, that was probably, uh, the the previous car. Co- it was who was that? Is. James. He was saying Robert. that. I I didn't say that because what I was saying is uh-huh. what I know. Like in Texas, for example, you can go to like a community college and get enrolled in a program to learn a trade for a, just a fraction of what right. James was saying it would cost. I mean, I, I was just blown away when he said what the cost was. I thought, no, man. Yeah. Because these you people know, are, are you know, there's paying like maybe a few thousand at most, yeah, and because I, mean, I, uh, I mean, it's the question yeah, of what a community college charges anyway, which you know, I yeah. thought out oh, when I put my kids through college, it was a fraction until they got to the university, but
5: I, I always thought that I always thought that you know, I've changed like uh, like a lot of people like you were saying earlier. Uh, Donnie that you know you, you think you're doing the right thing right you go to college you know get educated go out and get a job good paying job and things should work out you know but you know the cost of tuition in a lot of these schools are so high that it puts you in debt you know and uh, and a lot of people take these uh, these uh, these these trade uh, schools they charge a whole lot of money they put you in debt and the bankers are just you know they Make it way too much money, you know, and then your your life is theirs for a long time. Uh, but uh, I was I was thinking about how it is that um, that when yeah yeah my my thought about college and education has changed over the years. I used to think that you know that's what that's the reason you go to college to to get a job, but I think differently now. And what I think about college is uh, is just to to understand and learn a lot better what you're really interested in. Forget about the job, forget about the job, right? Because from what I understand, you know, it, when it comes to being able to do college, basically to me is the, the, uh, the educating a young person on how to think critically or how to think things through, right. You know, in an organized way and how to communicate, uh, uh,
1: well, would we uh, have learned that in high school? Because I learned that
3: in high school. Well, I, I, I was going to say supposedly. <laughs> hey, Johnny, th- I was going to say supposedly that's uh-huh. what college is supposed to do. But what we're finding out, as you know, is really they're being indoctrinated now. But but yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. Uh, yeah. that's, that that well, was the idea of college, but you know, it's not.
5: Yeah. And you mentioned also lefties. Well, I, I, I myself am a progressive, right? I believe in the second Bill of Rights, right? But uh, yep. that was my change, my, my kind of like, you know, change in, in my way of thinking. But when we talk about trade schools, uh, my daughter, I'm very proud of her. She's a uh, CEO of a financial company, the only Hispanic woman CEO in the state of Michigan. And wow. she she's really, I'm really proud of her. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She, she, she does something that really blows me away. I mean, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, are you sure? What? So this is what she does. She advises a lot of people away from the stock market. She's She sits there and she talks to people about money and how they can invest. And then she goes, she, she makes no differentiation between people who have a lot of money and people who have a, a little money, right? Right. she'll give them financial advice, she'll charge for, and then get this, get this. And then she goes on to say, now I'm going to go a little bit further, and I'm going to advise you about how to organize your household, your finances, and everything. And for that, you pay me what you think you'd like to pay me. That's what she says. You pay me what you think I'm worth, what you'd like to pay me. And it blows me away. Uh, This one Client, she was telling me, invested something like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Was in the program for about a month, and after you know, and gave her like something like twenty five thousand dollars. And after a month, they like doubled the the amount they gave my daughter. My, my daughter. So it's really, I'm really proud of her. And the the business model is really crazy. So she gets these investors, and these people, the investors invest in local companies, right? And these local companies hire people to work in the local community for a decent wage, right? So it's really it's really interesting what she does. The name of her company is Revalue. It's in Michigan. Revalue. <clears throat> uh,
3: yeah, that's
5: really. Hey, Donnie. Donnie. Would,
0: would Donnie. She, yeah.
3: You know what she would? What she would be? It'd be interesting if she was like uh, on your show, Donnie. I think. That
1: would yeah, be talk interesting. Talk about
3: that getting involved in the community and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe was I'd she, get her
3: to yeah, go ahead, was, Dottie.
1: Was she affected by COVID at all in Michigan?
5: Uh, oh yeah, she. The whole family was uh, was uh, affected. By her business, though, no, not really. Uh, you know, because working from home, she she's employs like six or seven people, and they're all you know on the you. computer working their own house and everything. You know, so exactly. actually, she did. Actually, you know, come to think of it, Donnie, she did have an office in downtown Ypsilanti, Michigan, uh, which because of COVID, she actually ended up shutting down, closing the doors and just went home and had everybody, you know, work from home. So, yeah, as a matter of fact, now that you mentioned it, she was affected in that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. uh, Uh, Give her my email and then you guys should come on and we can talk about it because, you know, I don't. You know, like I said, it's, it's good to have uh, other locations, but you are—you have a CDL truck here, truck driver, correct?
5: Yes, that's right. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, how's it going yes. right now? How's that? How's it going right now for you guys? And then, real quick question: What is there any particular regulations that um, it hinders profiting uh, profits that don't hurt anyone else? that the drivers have to do because the government said so?
5: Well, well, the state of Michigan, actually, uh, I don't know how long they've done this, but they've required Class A CDL drivers like myself to get a chauffeur's license or endorsement, which for me, because I have an enhanced license, costs me $81. A person without an enhanced CDL Class A would cost them $35. But here's the thing, Donnie, an endorsement to be a chauffeur is a step down. It's a step down. It's, you know, transporting people. I've got a Class A. You can't get higher than a Class A, right? I mean, that's the highest you can get. And I question, why in the hell do you need a Class B uh, uh, endorsement when I have a Class A? And there's no reason why. I can't find any reason why Michigan would say this, is What we, except to think that they need the money. And, you know, <laughs> the state is broke, and they need the money. And that's just one, another way to to get money from, from the people. It's stupid, isn't it? It's the hey, real, stupidest real quick, thing. Hey,
1: John, can you mute your mic first? first second? I can hear background noise. Yeah. Thank you. Don't go anywhere, though. Just you can mute it, because I can hear some noises. Gotcha. So... Thirty one dollars, if thirty one or thirty five dollars or eighty one dollars, in order to have a job. So, in, in, in a lot of cases, are the employers paying for those licenses, or are the people having paid for them themselves? It just depends on the employer.
5: We we pay for it. We pay for it. Uh, it they will. What they will pay for is like a hazmat. They require you to to, to handle hazardous material, and you got to pay for the uh, the class. They'll pay for that. But for this endorsement, which is a step down. They don't pay for that. That's on you. And I thought that was strange because, I mean, wait a minute. If you're paying for a hazmat, why wouldn't you pay for a a show for a Class B endorsement? You know why? Because they also think it's stupid. Why should they pay for something stupid? Well, they'll let the, the the people pay for that. You know, the drivers pay for that because it's dumb. Why in the hell am I going to need a class? It's not like I'm I'm, I'm carrying 14 people in my semi truck, right? I'm carrying goods. I'm carrying refrigerated stuff, not people. But you know that that that's just one example of how, you know what, what I think, you know the the something else that they could do. You know, when you are talking about federal money for. This private-public partnership thing. Aren't, isn't the federal government giving these companies that offer these trade schools money and then they're turning around and getting students and then charging the students? Is that the way it works? And then they can charge whatever they want?
1: You, you, you follow
5: what I'm asking you, Donnie?
1: What it looks, what it looks like is, okay, so this... I think it depends story, on the state. Yeah. Yeah yeah it depends on the states but for the most part the school has its fees and then the government will write whatever pell grants whatever grants they have and then they'll give it to the school it may not cover everything student may have to find a loan or some scholarships or something in order to cover the rest of the cost. yeah i see student loans or whatever But a lot of, but like down here in Texas, uh, well, I'll just say this. The community colleges have a lot of trade schools in them, like Tarrant County College. When I went there, I know it's gone up a little bit, but when I went there, it was only $50 per credit hour. So one class line cost me $150. So a lot of the federal, uh, grant parts covered that. Now it has gone up. Uh, last I saw, it was in the 60s per credit hour, but still way significantly cheaper than most schools, and you can still get that education. People have to do the research and homework, and figure out how those programs operate, and find the best thing for them financially.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but a lot of times, too, like, you may, sometimes you have a reporter. like, I think when we, if communities actually have really good, strong relationships with these different businesses, it would be easier yeah. for, them. hey, my son, and um, I've been friends with Kathy for several years now, and my son has, um, been, you know, we've been going and buying your stuff, and we have gotten our cars done here. And they're like, you know, what? I'll, I'll give y'all a few thousand dollars, and then we can actually, um, and, and then we'll pay for their schooling. But we don't yeah. know the community, we depend on organizations, we depend on these scholarships of people we never heard of, we depend on the government. But I think we'll be better off to have better relationships and better businesses and communities if we have that kind of uh rapport.
5: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Tarrant County Community College. Yeah, I took some courses there
3: too. Worked my with yeah, yeah. The, the one I was talking about in Houston is like Houston Community College. They're doing the same thing. You know, like this guy was telling you about, Donnie was this Tom Tyne, and he teaches at like pipe fitting and welding and electrical and all that at Houston Community yeah. College. So it's probably the same deal there too. Like, whatever, I don't know how many credits oh, it is okay. and all that, but it's much, much, much cheaper. Though, then, uh, you know, again, like what I heard, uh, so it's a good deal. I mean, it's a good deal. Like I said, I know yes. people that have gone through it and are making good money. But are the companies hiring? Oh yeah, uh, I
5: know. in well, Texas this they are, but not in the Rust Belt, right?
3: That I don't know, but I, but I know, like like this guy's uh, telling him. He says, "Look, he says I got companies waiting in line to hire these because because." There, there really is a shortage, well at least here, of uh, skilled labor, and I mean, yeah, like I said, there, you know, I've heard people say like they'd kill for good welders. I mean, they, they yeah. you know, welders are really badly needed. If you're, if you go through welding school, and uh, I don't know what you know, like for an electrician, you know, it's like the ultimate is getting to be a master electrician. I don't know what it is in welding, but if uh-huh. you have the training. And you get the experience. I mean, you you are so valuable. You know, like I you know, said, my son knows this guy that owns that you that makes you know one hundred fifty two hundred grand yeah. now.
5: So, you know, John, uh, my daughter would say the same thing about the, the Detroit Metro area. She was telling me a year ago that they're dying for fill yeah. in the blank skilled labor, right? But here is the thing: what about those cities in the middle of Pennsylvania, the rural areas? I mean, how do they? How did they well, handle
3: that? I can talk think? to that a bit. I can talk to that a bit because I deal a lot with, uh, you know, like these oil companies and fracking companies and things like that. And there's a lot of that going on in Pennsylvania. And I know for a fact that they, you know, they they really desperately want pipe fitters, welders, oh, okay. people like that as well. Because uh, I know like some areas of Pennsylvania are booming in that area because one of my customers yeah. – you know but they do John, a lot of service work there yeah.
5: but John, but John, I mean, for me, okay, if I were offered a job to be a pipe fitter to do fracking,
3: that would be hard. I mean, right? You know, well, it's not, that, it's not, I didn't say it wasn't wasn't uh, that it wasn't hard, but yeah but no, I'd
5: be mean, hard in the sense that hard in the sense that you know fracking's a bad thing for the ecology, right? Uh, it may be good for my back pocket, but for the community,
3: um, I understand that fracking causes a the lot jury's of life. out. The jury's out on that regarding fracking, yeah. trust me. You know, but really? I don't want to wow. get into that discussion. But right, right, right. Yeah. right. right. I, I don't agree with that, but yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah okay, I'm going like so, down on that. But real quick, um, uh, Cole okay. has been waiting patiently, and sure, I sure. want to do a test with everyone real quick while I still have y'all on. Uh, do me a favor... And then on the very top of the app, push it down to where you guys go back to the main screen, where on the bottom you see home, you see calendar, create, library, and profile. Click on the calendar, because this is a new feature that Colin has. And right now, you'll see the listed on here today for some reason. And I think I wonder if I changed this title today. It maybe has to be a day in advance for the show on the calendar. Okay, so... Thing hit tomorrow.
5: Thursday. I don't. Uh, I must. Up. I don't see that calendar, dotty And then you'll. I scrolled all the way to the top, and I don't see the
1: calendar. Uh, it should be in the bottom where your home.
3: No, probably I
5: have not.
1: Okay.
3: Johnny I can't understand. Okay, so in
1: the bottom. Is it's okay. We're about to head off here after Cole speaks, but um, I'm trying to show okay. you guys the yeah. calendar feature on. Here. On the bottom okay, of the screen, right there's going to be the home. Okay, there's a calendar, and then it has all the shows. Which you can also do is click following, and you'll see who your whoever shows you're following. You can see it. So, if you go to the show tomorrow, it's at 7:30 p.m. You're able to hit the bell to get a reminder, so that we can not miss some of these. We're trying our best not to miss notifications on. But can you see the calendar, John?
3: No, I,
5: I, uh, no.
1: Are you on Maybe. the desktop?
3: Nor can I. And I'm on my iPhone, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of mystified where, uh, you know, cause I scroll down and, you know, it, it, Do y'all, it has do y'all your, even the, your see your the listeners. home
1: screen? It's... Do you guys see the home screen? Uh, when you guys go to the home screen, like you see the little house thing on the bottom?
5: Donnie, um, let me tell you where I'm at, okay? Me, myself, Johnny, uh, I'm on your program, right? Uh, I'm listening on the very top. I see your the title of this show, Small Business Owners and Unconstitutional Regulations. Now I'll scroll up and i scroll down. I don't see the menu you're talking about where you see the home and the calendar. It's nowhere on this part, nowhere.
1: Right, it. right. You got to back out. Don't leave the show because, I mean, I just did it without leaving the show. Uh, Joe said he saw it, I guess. You hit the arrow on the top, and it pulls the screen down. And you should be able to see the home screen again. You'll see all the other live rooms that are playing right now.
0: Okay.
5: All right. I don't see it.
1: <laughs> Anybody in the audience listening? Okay, you saw it, Flamethrower? Checkmate, Johnny. Flamethrower, I'm going to pull you up here as a speaker so you can help me explain whether finding it. Maybe they haven't updated their apps, and that's why they can't see it.
5: Yeah, I think that's probably my issue. And, and why Wonder- are we doing okay.
1: this? So that you, you guys can see the shows when they come up. This the calendar with all the shows in here, and you hit the bell to remember to make sure you watch that show or hear that show.
3: Oh, oh I remember seeing that when I was trying to find this show. I saw it—the listing of what's played and what's coming up and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, that's the calendar, and you can hit a bell for each show that's coming yeah, up. I, Tomorrow's the show is Stock.
3: Yeah, no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on it. I mean, I'm okay, gonna be this there. is
1: just me for you guys, the people who come back later and listen, so they can figure out how to not miss the show. Is hit the bell in the calendar uh, on the calendar. Um, Robert, do would you like to try to explain it to uh, just in case so other people who are listening? I have an Android, so it may look different for people with iPhones. <laughs>
3: All right. Uh, are you hearing me? Okay. Yes,
5: sir. Not yep. really. <laughs> I can't. But I figured it out. I'm okay. It's so, okay.
0: So I'm there's. Going the middle <laughs> stage. I found
3: it. Oh my god. Just, just, just give me, uh,
0: just give me a few minutes, okay? Uh, I'm
1: just a few stops away. In the show with Paul. So maybe next time I will. I'm gonna do this more often on the next one. Robert and I are hunting for a new platform for the podcast, so this is not going to be forever. But it'll be one that we can go directly to the website. Um, we don't have to do this again, <laughs> find a new home. Um, but it'll be one that's directly on the website, and we're going to work on that. Um, we've already been looking since, I mean, for the past couple of days now um and then i want to make sure want we find one where everyone can still engage like we're engaging now because i don't want to talk to myself this is a community podcast where we can talk and share ideas and things together but we can agree and disagree together um so robert um we'll go over and then once you're all set we can get to you cole thank you for your go ahead
0: oh,
1: um I
2: said, John, uh, I tried to go into a textbook when I was in Georgia, and I had to pass the reading exam, and I say to the people that I bet you can't read a blueprint if you can't read the Blue Brain, you gotta let me in, and they say, oh, it doesn't work like that. Well, it doesn't work like that,
1: uh, Cole.
2: Like, I'm gonna pass the reading part of the entrance exam. So, i uh, they say, Oh I can read a blueprint, that's fine.
3: That's a new one to me.
2: Yeah, because it's Georgia.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah Well you know, states differ oh, I think too. on this. We're we're finding out, but I'm telling you Texas isn't like that right now. But uh
2: Yeah, a lot of the to get my... Cat certifications and stuff like that. Since my disability don't allow me to reach up properly.
3: Well, you know, I know like
1: Mm, I gotcha. Gotcha. Because
2: really, like I wanna go get my autocatal license on I, don't, I don't wanna get my license for AutoCAD and CAM and stuff because I know how to operate that. But getting my license that recognized me to knowing those those programs, you got to go to a tech school to do it.
4: Hey, um, sorry about earlier. I'm off the bus now.
1: Oh, you're fine. We got to experience yeah. with you.
4: Hey, Donnie, I I know. Uh, oh, sorry. I'll wait till I'll wait till cold. Yeah.
2: So that was pretty weird because I'm to tried- boy oh, they, like you the two hours, um you got what
1: what about Florida have you tried in Florida no check um, out Florida because you're still really young cole so like check out Florida too and see what their laws are like or the regulations, or how the schools are set up there.
2: Yeah. Because... Because, really, like, I mean, look at it that way. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, yeah definitely.
2: John I don't really know anybody with a disability and that's it that went really a tech school... How they went through it. I love to come back with me if you know anybody.
1: Okay, I'm quite sure. You also too, you guys. You can message each other on here too. And uh, yeah. y'all, you and John could link up. I think you and John have met before a lot actually, because you guys are in here uh a lot. So definitely you like uh oh. Joe said that this is the tribe. This is the tribe. Um, if anything, we're, all y'all are here for the most part And I appreciate all of you guys Even if we disagree um, Robert, go ahead
4: um, Okay, so I have a couple things to say First of all, you gotta remember with these online platforms We can be kicked at any time and wander You're right, no, all it takes is one person But you know what? Anytime we use these platforms, we can get reported at any time and get shut down. There is not a single platform where you are not taking a chance. so we got to have different avenues that we can use to, uh, that we can use to discuss things and, and, uh, and Donnie, well, as far as discord, I know it looks I know it looks weird, but, uh, but once you get the hang of it, and i will and i will even personally walk you through it if you want discord is really is a really good platform and like i said me and my friends we make world war ii jokes all the time and and we haven't been kicked from discord at all because we're we're very careful who we invite that's why like when i sent the dm the invites I have sent it via DM rather to each person rather than just putting it in the group. So um, so really well we need to we need to be concerned about longevity and just assume that eventually we're gonna be kicked off. We need to think like Alex Jones.
1: Yeah. And um, so and Robert and God I am working on a website
2: uh, right now, so pretty much I'm thinking of running like a like audio, links and stuff, and I go and see if I can do like a podcast. And because I am on ClickFunnels. com, so really, like, I am trying t- to figure out how I can um put stuff together like that. So and and if I can figure it out on ClickFunnels. com. We can have our own website to have our discussions. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd yeah. Now.
1: Yeah. Definitely. But hey, you guys. Thank you, Robert. Uh, Robert, did you? You didn't get a chance to explain this whole calendar thing, um, but. Uh, we do need to hop off here. It's 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 time for us to shut it down. We'll be back tomorrow evening at 7:30 p.m. Central Standard Time. alright We're gonna close this down with the anthem, and I want to thank John, Robert, Cole, Joe Wanderer, Johnny, and North for the Canadian guy. He's been popping in now. Um, for being here tonight. Um, you guys could be doing anything else? Um, but you guys are here with us, and I appreciate you guys you do me a favor uh you can definitely share this out with everyone and we will be back tomorrow evening um i want to really talk more about tomorrow evening the new world order uh who wf and those those things so get ready if you have some hopes and you want to talk tomorrow make sure you uh pop up and grab that mic pretty early and so you can definitely get a voice tomorrow because you know when shock is on you're kind of busy on thursdays so <laughs> Love you guys Fantastic evening And then we're going to close out with the anthem Bye
0: Who hold these truths To be self-evident That all men are created equal That they are endowed by their creator With certain unalienable rights That among these are life, liberty And the pursuit of happiness That to secure these rights Governments are instituted among men It is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donny Vidal. Don't be political properly.